0: Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of the Venus by a Magic podcast, still your beautiful, sexy old story cable, and I hope that you're feeling great, energetic, and at peace today. Today, I have a very sexy and soulful guest with me. I am here today with Laura Patricio Martin of the Healing Too Happy podcast and creator of The Unbreakably Bold. Laura is a trauma specialist, a lifestyle mentor, and she is so passionate about activating women, helping them clear trauma and helping them step into their magnetic, bold, feminine energy. That is so powerful. And I am so excited to have Laura here today and to chat about trauma and our intimate relationships and how to heal through pleasure. But before we delve into experiencing Laura and her magic, you already know what time it is. Let's go on a short commercial break and I'll see you in a bit. Are you in a committed relationship and tired of sexual disconnection and lack of intimacy in your sex life? Would you like to discover how to always have amazing enjoyable sexual experiences effortlessly? Then check out my free 5-minute video training, 3 steps to amazing sex in less than 24 hours. This video training will show you three things you need to focus on to have a consistently enjoyable sex and increase sexual intimacy in your relationship. Begin transforming your sexual life now, click on the link in the description. The sister, your work is beautiful because so many women in, in, in this time really need to get into that space, you know, into that space, embracing their feminine energy so that they can have fulfilling life, life, you know, and and beautiful, amazing experience. So thank you so much for the work.
1: Thank you so much. That means the world.
0: That means the world. Thank you. You're welcome. So like I said, going through your entire field and podcast, I mean, I got a little bit of int, right, of what the journey has been. But I'm just so curious, and I'm sure my listeners are quite curious to know what the story is. Like, what's your story? How did you get here to the point where you feel like, okay, this is what I'm going to do with my life. I'm just going to help people clear their traumas and bring them back to their feminine essence.
1: Yeah, it was a long journey of big T trauma that I did not want to even identify with. So there were sexual assaults, there was addictions, there was domestic violence, there was unexpected loss of my mother, there was a whole bunch of stuff, right? And when I was 24 years old, it was one of those rock bottom moments where I realized I couldn't keep living this way. And when you have that realization, you can pick two paths, whether you stay on one path and that has a shorter expiration date than you would like, or you do the hard thing and you take responsibility. And I chose responsibility and I found my way into nutrition and that's how I got into health coaching and I created a very successful company around that. Um, In Thailand, just putting on workshops, doing public speaking, that whole kind of thing. And what I realized is when I got into nutrition, I found a purpose for myself, which helped me leave a domestically violent relationship that had almost killed me. But it didn't heal the trauma, right? So I kept thinking, if I just get the most perfect diet, if I just have the most banging morning routine, I will somehow feel like I made it. I'm happy. I belong. I'm worthy. I'm lovable. All the things that I was trying to do create, you know, the false external. And so what ended up happening is I just kept getting actually more sick. So I was eating so clean. I was working out all the time. I was doing all my checklists and all the things that we see on the internet for gut health and IBS and all that kind of stuff. But my health was horrible. Like I hadn't had a period in five years. My hair was falling out so much so that my landlord at the time thought I had a dog. I had chronic panic attacks and suicidal ideation. I would binge drink on the weekends to escape all of these internal demons. I was 45 pounds underweight than what I am right now. Like it was, this, it was this whole thing. I was terrified. And so what happened was I was speaking at a workshop and well, previous to this, my naturopath, I was like crying in her office being like, what is wrong with me? Why can I help so many people, but I can't help myself? Like what's going on as we do. You know, we're our like last client to actually catch up. Um, And so I'm like sitting there crying. and She's like, well, do you want to talk about how your trauma is related to all of this? And I was like, no, no, I don't like, and like, but it planted the seed. It was just the wrong question to ask. Right. Because I had not identified with what had happened to me yet. I was just like, those are just things like I'm just used to bad things happening. Like that's just normal for me. Right. Like I didn't identify that as trauma, even though if someone heard the stories, they'd be like woman what like of course there's trauma and so I was sitting in front of this workshop and it was 100 plus people I was giving a seminar about the gut brain connection and how nutrition impacts your mental health and what have you as this rash that had been hiding on my back for eight weeks then crept in front of my and on my face so I cannot hide the fact that my internal nervous system is actually having a completely different war than what I'm articulating out of my mouth and painting to the world. And so I found my way being like, oh, yeah, remember that seed that was planted? You can't add nutrition your way. Yes, the body is very much important, but we have to understand how we work. We have to understand what's going on in our body. We have to create safety in the present moment so we could build resiliency for the future because otherwise, We're going to be stuck in diets we're going to be stuck in feeling like we're asexual we're going to be stuck avoiding men and pleasure and all of these things that we deeply desire like we're going to be avoiding all of this and so that led me into trauma and pivoting my business in the way that was more feminine instead of masculine and really just dismantling everything that had been built up over the years to keep me safe and create something that is now just like Honestly, there's no other way to explain it other than like orgasmic love. Like I'm obsessed with what is now created, and it feels very aligned. But it's it took a lot of dismantling and reprogramming and things of that nature.
0: Wow, it's really, I'm sure you feel really obsessed because looking at your page alone, I I have to like check. Okay, we're well, wasting so much time on Instagram. I'm scared of this page. I go do something else, right? So yeah. <laughs> So you said he had to take you a whole lot of, you know, deprogramming and all of stuff. So naturally, I would feel like you had to go through some certain challenges or journey to get in here. So what would you say that your biggest challenge to walking through your trauma has been? And how did that move you to, you know, propel you forward?
1: Yeah, good question. my biggest challenge would be releasing the story, releasing the story because it was, Oh, this had happened to me. You know, this had happened to me. Look at me now. This had happened to me. Look at me now. This whole thing. Whereas now most people don't even, I mean, of course, because my business is run on it, but like, it's not something I'm like, Oh, I come from domestic violence and I come from this eating disorder and it was like painted around my aura like you could just like breathe something isn't right with this girl and because that was the story and because the story had kept me safe quote unquote towards my nervous system wise like safe to our nervous system doesn't actually mean good in the actual outside world like the chaos was actually my safety Mm -hmm. so releasing that narrative was so scary and was the hardest part. And it still comes up, right? At every new level, there's a new devil. And that's where you get to face, like, with my recent breakup. Like, that's where I understood, like, judgment. And that's a hard pill to swallow when you realize you're a judgmental person. And you're like, fuck, like, let me now go work on this. Like, there's always a new thing to look at. But the first time witnessing the shedding of my story that Mm. was keeping me safe for so long, and then that void in between, right? Like, now I've moved from that story And now it's this weird space that I'm not exactly where I want to be yet, but I'm like in this void, like, oh, okay. Like that was challenging being like, don't go back to what's comfortable because that was not actually legitimately safe. Like that was very traumatizing, but I get that we're not at this new space yet. So can we like sit in that void and be patient for what is coming and start to build up what we need to, so we can actually step into that portal of activation.
0: Wow. That was beautiful and I feel like every one of us got like the challenge of that void like you said for every stage there's another devil I myself can attest to the fact that for every stage there's another devil I mean my previous relationship was so traumatic that I took time to you know sit with myself to actually walk myself out of the, this trauma and imagine me feeling like oh my god I'm and then i happen to manifest a new relationship right and then i'm seeing that trauma still so coming to smile it's like hey i'm still here you need to check this part out and i'm like oh i've started this all over again you know so i totally do get that and when you were talking um, initially about your story you talked about um women who have to you know don't want to deal with men, right? Because they don't even realize that most of all of that is coming from a place of trauma, right? And I, I see that mostly with people, even people who are in relationships who are not in relationships, who are just, you know, trying to want to get into relationships. So let's talk a little bit about trauma and our intimacy, right? So how would you say it really, really affect us in that in that regard where we are not fully able to enjoy our relationships and express ourselves.
1: Yeah, I mean, relationships are the most intimate thing. It's the most vulnerable thing. If you, I mean, I'm a double Libra, so I, like relationships are how I learn all my fucking lessons. Like, that is my jam for healing my trauma. Um, the one trauma we can all probably relate to is a heartbreak. Right, so you maybe can't relate to big T trauma that we think of, but we can all relate to a heartbreak. That's trauma, right? Because trauma is actually a stored, trapped emotion that wasn't fully expressed. And therefore we start to build up these masks and these coping mechanisms and these self-protection mechanisms. Trauma doesn't necessarily mean domestic violence, drugs and addictions. Like that, that's an event, that is a traumatic event trauma in general is the emotion that's trapped in your body so we can all relate to my heart got broken and now i don't want to open myself up again because what if it gets broke again because this is the worst pain i've ever felt i'm questioning I who i am yeah. it's, and like especially if it's a traumatic one but like even the most basic ones like i can go back to like my first heartbreak this kid named jack when i was like I don't know 10 like I can still like that's where it started to build up these things and then like it started to become oh like I wasn't accepted for who I am so let me now put on this other mask, and that's how I got into very performative type of intimacy like for their pleasure not mine you know and I'm sure you can relate to that and stories and things of that nature like it's now oh I wasn't accepted because mm-hmm. I acted this way, or this thing happened, or they chose this girl, or they want a big booty, and they want big boots, and they want these kind of things, and I ain't got any of that. It's fine. But, like, let me try and mold myself so that I can belong. And so mm-hmm. now we're, like, wondering why am I not having this, like, deep, intimate sex life? Why am I not having this deep, intimate relationship that I feel fully seen, that I feel very understood, that I feel safe, that I feel like myself, that I feel like this is actually... Like, you know me in all parts of me and I'm fully loved and fully seen and we're going to go on this journey together. Like, we can't feel that because we're so, not can't, but we don't allow ourselves in this moment to feel that because what if it doesn't work out? Because my body remembers the time that it did this, this emotion that I'm feeling of great love and intimacy and orgasms and what have you. I remember this time and I remember what happened. And that stored emotion that got hurt and got broken and dismantled and all this kind of stuff. And so we want to avoid that. And so we close ourselves off. And so we'll set up for mediocre or we'll set up for whatever mask that we decide to wear. And that we, we can't, intimacy can't come through if shame and unauthentic expression is leading the way which is a trauma response is a state of arousal response, whatever term you wanna, you know, the coping mechanism, whatever vibes on with you, like they're all the same thing. But I know different verbiage lands for different people, but that's where I would say it would begin, right? It's like your heart got broken at some point. I'm sure we've all been through one unless we live in a bubble. And therefore now we build up these walls of protection where it's like, what are you actually protecting yourself from pleasure? Like mm. deep intimacy, deep love, like understanding that no one actually dies from a broken heart if we don't allow it to be. And what's on the other side of that fear is actual full embodiment, like authentic, bold expression. Like, can we start to expand our nervous system to build that self-trust so we can build resiliency into that next chapter?
0: Wow, that's beautiful. That's so good. So now. Okay, like like I was saying during my own experience, like you know, where you have you've been through such traumatic relationships that your nervous system, the only thing your nervous system now recognizes is even when you're thinking about your partner, the only feeling is feeling of tension and fear and you're so like, and you know, and walking that back into a new relationship is so chaotic because now you're in that, oh, this happened to me in a past relationship. I don't know what happened in this relationship. I mean, I had my own previous relationship where I couldn't talk freely because, talk freely because my dad would feel like Duma was so insensitive. You talk to fuck, You know, that was the whole thing, right? Now, in this new relationship with someone who is so concerned about how I feel. Wanted to share how I feel with so you know, when to into my emotions and all that. But then, uh, do I want to share with you now? Because I don't want you to feel too much and you're like, I don't want this to happen. And that happens a lot. I see that a lot with so many of the mm-hmm. people that I have You know, by the time you start praying, you see that it's dated back to the relationship that they've had, you know. And now they are bringing in you know, all the trauma they experience from that. <laughs> oh, someone says my house is Sorry. Yeah, I'm so, going a little bit in
1: and out, but we're good. I oh, still got your gist. Your gist is right. what you were saying. It's just I, what, what I got from what you were saying is you're seeing yourself in your new relationship, like the old or clients that you have or whatever, the old patterning of the traumatic one, right? Like where. You can't speak up. You can't be heard. And then when someone asks you, like, "Oh, what are you feeling right now?" You're like, "I don't know if I actually want to tell you because I don't know what what's gonna get met, right?" Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah,
1: that's your nervous system, like that, and that's it. Is like that doesn't necessarily go away. Like that's gonna that's that's the thing is like, and this is what the interview before this that I was trying that I was uh, late for. My bad. Um, was all about was like we have to stop thinking like these things are gonna like go away. Like that fear is totally valid. Let's stop shaming it. Let's not pretend it doesn't exist. Like it totally fucking exists, but does it lead you? Is it the thing that's getting in the way of actually wanting to be fully expressed? Because I bet you that you wanna sit with your partner and be totally vocal and honest and seen and validated and you wanna tell them and you wanna trust them. And so it's feeling that fear and doing it anyways and being 1% more and expanding your nervous system more until you get into that deep trust, until you get into that and just witnessing what is the pattern? that I'm feeling right now, what is, what is the symptom of my trauma, right? So for what the example we just spoke about, that would be not speaking what I desire, not, not actually letting people in to see me, that would be the symptom. And so it's diving deeper into that, it's like, what is that pattern protecting me from, right? And then looking at that a little bit deeper, being like, okay, so it's protecting me from this, being emotionally available, because therefore mm-hmm. then I won't be accepted and someone will hurt me. And it's just going through those scenarios and being like, but is that true? Like if I think of my heart of hearts, is that true? And it's like, like in a court of law, no, like I wouldn't be able to prove that, like that's not a real thing. And just working your way through that, be like, okay, so what is this actually preventing me from? Deep intimacy with my partner, because when I had that deep connection with my partner, that is what intimacy is. And starting to build that story and having that conversation, instead of just being like shut down mode, playing with what's comfortable in my nervous system, it's expanding it by bringing that awareness to it so that we can start to take a line to action.
0: Beautiful, beautiful, so you've, you've talked about pleasure you know a lot. I see your major tool or should I say two or modality or technique would be to go back to pleasure so uh, how would how would you say what is what is the way to go? what is the way to help yourself through that trauma? you know, before getting into your relations into a new relationship, or even if they are in a relationship right now, and they feel like they are still less in their trouble, run their relationship. How would you recommend they begin to walk through that with pleasure? So let's hold that thought right there. Before we go into that, I want us to take a short commercial break, and then we'll come answer that question. Are you in a committed relationship and tired of sexual disconnection and lack of intimacy in your sex life? Would you like to discover how to always have amazing enjoyable sexual experiences effortlessly? Then check out my free 5-minute video training 3 steps to amazing sex in less than 24 hours. This video training will show you three things you need to focus on to have a consistently enjoyable sex and increase sexual intimacy in your relationship. Begin transforming your sexual life now. Click on the link in the description. Welcome back. So Laura, we were talking about how we could use pleasure to begin to walk through our traumas. So why didn't you take us away?
1: <sighs> so I do this thing with my clients called a dopamine toolkit. And so a lot of us think pleasure is like, I don't know, bubble baths and masturbation. Like we just think that's the only thing. But it's like you feel pleasure a lot throughout your day. Do are you even aware of it? And it like cerebrally. I'm sure people can look at my feed, they can look at your feed and they can see what we find pleasurable, right? But every single person is different in that arena. And so instead of making a list, like sitting in your house on the notes on your phone section, thinking of all the things that bring you pleasure, can you just take notes of the moments where you feel so in your body? You know, like for me, that was like walking in nature and like specific parks that I actually feel like I'm grounded in in nature. That's like making sure that I get eight hours of sleep and like there's no interruptions. And there's like different things where I'm like, oh, I feel so good, like reading a book in bed, like doing these kind of grandma bullshit things, like things of this nature. But like, can you start to take notes of what actually brings you pleasure? Just scan it throughout a week and keep it in the notes section of your phone. Start doing one of those a day right? And this will start, pleasure equals safety in the nervous system. So the more that you can start doing these things and actively seeking them out, that will actually start to reprogram your reticulatory activating system, which is the thing that filters through everything that comes into our bodies, right? So we'll see about 11 million things per second. We actually only get 30% of that, which is based off of what we already believe. So if we want to start to reprogram what pleasure means and what trauma means and what healing means, we actually have to seek out And actively seek out these things to start to reprogram it so that pleasure becomes something our RAS system actually begins to seek and look for. If I say seek one more time, whatever. It starts to look for. And so when we're starting to plan this into it, like that's a good place to start. But like also looking at like, where is your disconnection to the word pleasure? Right. And why do we feel like it's gluttonous or it's too much or like I'm not worthy of this or that takes up too much time? Like where can you actually have a true and honest conversation around Mm -hmm. what pleasure means to you? And why do we have a block around that? And can we start to, again, go through that kind of checklist that I said before, like what's the pattern? What's this protecting me from? What am I actually not experiencing life because of this and starting to just kind of play around with that? So. Those two things is where I would say start. Journal on what you think pleasure is to you and what that block is. And then two is start to pay attention throughout your week. What does give you pleasure? And then can you make sure that we're adding that into every single day? Because it's not just this like strong feminine energy kind of vibe that we see now on the internet that some people push away from. It's actually with healing trauma, it provides safety and therefore will down regulate you from seeking chaos and repivot your brain to actually seek things that are pleasurable and safe
0: yeah yeah totally agree with you i think one of the key things that helped me on my journey to healing my trauma just beginning to really tune in what pleasure means for me and making sure throughout my day whether i'm working or i'm you know with my friends just alone i am actually doing more of and and it's been a beautiful journey. So let's talk about unbreakably bold. I saw that a lot. No <laughs> captions in your post and he kept calling me. And I just want to know what is unbreakably bold? What does that mean? What, what does that mean? I love it. It's the juice
1: of my soul. I fucking love unbreakably bold. So. It's an eight-week immersion into regulating your nervous system and having emotional mastery because what i've seen a lot of people wonder why don't i have the vision of the life that i desire i've been writing into my journal my sticky notes are all over my house but it's not my reality because we actually want something, but we're afraid of being seen in it. We're afraid of actually putting two feet in on something because we don't want to be disappointed. And that's our nervous system, right? So it's walking you through the basics, the foundation, supporting your metabolism. Because a lot of us, when we're thinking of manifestation, we're not too much thinking about the science stuff. Like, and it's, your body needs to actually feel safe in order to call in all that you desire. Like you need, your metabolism needs to be sorted. Your basics need to be sorted. And then we can get into the spiritual woo woo kind of side of stuff and start to put the systems and strategies into place. And so a big concept in our brand is this acronym called SHE, S-H-E, so self-knowledge. The biggest form of self-love and self-care and self-intimacy is understanding how you work. Mm. What do we need to support that? Not just the origin, not like, oh, like I have, I don't know, this relationship patterning showing up because this had happened to me. Like that, fantastic, but that's what you go to therapy for. Like what actually are you doing every single day that's down-regulating your nervous system, nutrition-wise, routine-wise, I don't know, the things that you do throughout your day, right? Like understanding how you work, and then how can I support myself when I actually get into dysregulated states? So when I'm feeling in a state of arousal, when I am in a trigger, when I'm in these moments, can I identify in my body when that is happening, and do I have the right tools to support that? And that's where we step into the healing, which is the H. And that's where it goes beyond just talk therapy. It's down-regulating your nervous system and creating safety in the present. So you build and you stretch your nervous system. So it builds resiliency for the future. And then we move into the embodiment because a lot of us get stuck in the healing phase, right? Whereas, I don't know, you probably experience this with your clients and in your work. All I want to do is continually fix it. Like, I need to listen to all the podcasts. I need to continue to read the books. I need to sit in the shadow. I need to look at this. And it's like, baby girl, life is meant to be dancing in delight and having so much fun and being like this orgasmic, like I am here kind of vibe and like showing up in that. So we walk you through, I walk you through that. So ultimately, entrepreneurs, creatives, coaches, moms, sisters, friends, whoever feels like their trauma narrative and their story has kept them playing small, and they have that fire inside of them where they're like, "I just want to be seen. I want to come mm. out. I want to be heard. I want to like, I want to be me again." That's what we're walking through in this. Like, it is—it's the joy of my life. I'm obsessed with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're so passionate about it. This okay. a, is unbreakable. A right. That's so beautiful. The work is so hard that I don't even know how to explain it, right? But anyone who's at the opportunity to go to our our page, which I'm going to try to, I hope I get it right. (laughs) Technology,
1: man, I never know how it works.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Lara P. Martin. Okay, so let me just ask you the question. Let me just ask yeah. you this question. Over roundup, because we have set, we have dropped so much gem that I can't even. They can't even, like my listeners can't finish picking all the gems in this particular broadcast. And we're so grateful for you know your open sharing and. You know. So if if people want to want to work with you or to connect with you. Where would be the best place for them to connect with you?
1: Oh, over on Instagram. That's where I am always active because I believe it's like a nice little magazine thing. So I love it. So come hang out. You'll probably get a voice note from me that's like, hi, I'm so happy you're here. Um, or we have our podcast as well, which is Healing to Happy. So we have some of the most banging I'll have to get you on here. Um, but I'll have to get you on my podcast as well. But it's like some of the most thought like trailblazer kind of women, come on. Like it is, it's a place where we truly slay the shame around trauma and I'm obsessed with it. So everyone should come hang out there as well.
0: Wow. <laughs> do you want to, do you mind calling me your Instagram handle? Yeah.
1: What? So my Instagram handle is it's Laura Patricia Martin. So I-T-S, Laura Patricia Martin.
0: Yeah. Just for the sake of people, who will be listening to the audio later. Yeah. Yeah, I think I got that. It's Laura Patricia Martin. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for blessing us with your time. It's been so beautiful this conversation with you tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you you so much. (laughs) We'll be this and posting it later on the podcast and We'll definitely be sharing you a link. Thank you all so much for joining today's episode. Do not forget to show some love, give a thumbs up, share this episode with your friends and your partners, and leave a comment in the community tab if you have a question or have a particular topic you would like us to talk about. See you in my next episode and bye for now.